audience. Welcome back. It's me, Maria, and this is also Lindsay. Hey. Yeah. And uh, where we do roomies and read movies because we were college roomies who also love movies. Lindsay has a degree in film, and I review movies for like 20 years. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> but you know, some things fall through the cracks, so we're here to pick up that slack. And so today we're talking about aliens. Alien, yes. aliens, and aliens three, alien three. Yes, the trilogy. We're not going yeah. past three. <laughs> no. Although the only one I had actually seen before this was the fourth one. I hadn't seen any. Oh really? I knew about them. Yeah, I knew about them, of course, but no, not one. Wow. So. Yeah, I picked this one because we both hadn't seen it, and it's a pretty, an extremely well-known like franchise, um, very iconic in the sci-fi and thrillers, whereas horror genres. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first uh, space horror films, I, I think, ever. Yeah, but um, yeah, like I knew, I knew of aliens, right? Of course, I seen the fourth one, but because it's like a space horror, nobody was like trying to show that to me. Uh, <laughs> when mm-hmm. it came out, you know, rightfully uh, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had nightmares as a kid watching Alien. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, I can definitely see it being scary back then. And I was a huge scaredy cat, so, yeah. Oh, how did you deal with watching these movies then? You know, watching is a heavy word, you know? So I would be in the room, but actually watching, yeah, no. It was too hard to watch for you. Now I would be there like this, <laughs> yeah, you know, or looking down, or conveniently have to use the bathroom. Like, oh, know. how do you conveniently have to use the bathroom when you just pause the movie? <laughs> well, if I'm watching with other people, I can't just pause the movie. Oh, and yeah. then like, yeah, and then like sometimes I just don't want to see the scene, so I'll be like, oh, it's okay, you be, you can watch it. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want some water? You want some popcorn? Um, okay, so actually I had seen Prometheus, which is a prequel, not like the fourth one. And then I had seen, I think it was Alien versus Predator, because it had, um, I was, this is so long ago, uh, but I was getting my hair braided, mm-hmm. and this is what was on. Um, and I had never watched any Alien or Predator films before this. And um, I was surprised to find out that Sanaya Lathan is like the star of Alien vs. Spider. She is? Yeah, okay. yeah. And I was like, they put a black girl in the sci-fi? What? Right. Because yeah. that came out in 2006. Well, actually, 2004. Yeah. Now, I do I do remember... Um, Almost 20 years ago at this point. Yeah. I do remember hearing about Alien vs. Predator. So... <laughs> But yeah, watching, no, I didn't do that. Now, on horror films, 
it has to be something that I really want to see for me to actually see it. And even then, I'm going to have issues. Like, I can't go to sleep at night. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, Aww. like, or I have to have all the lights on in the house. Because, like, like, say, for instance, it, I wanted to see it so bad. So we went to see it. You wanted to I, see it? Yes. Oh, I, ha- I had to see it. I saw it open at night. And when I came home, every light, every lamp I had was on for the next week. Like, See, for good. me, it'll be like, well, I don't live in Derry. I don't live anywhere near any kind of place like Derry. And I'm also not going by any storm drains, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm going to have to psych myself out like that, too, you know. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes it just don't work. You know, he's going to find me. <laughs> Pennywise is going to find he's, me. He is confined to that town. He he's going leave. to find me some kind of way. They told him about me. He is coming. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it was that bad. Yeah. So, yeah, all the lights on were on for a week. I would check my car before I would get in, like everything. Like, it's going to be in your car. Pennywise is going to be in your car. You was going to be in my car. Listen, if he's going to be in my car, at least we can hit, hit the HOV lane, okay? Right. <laughs> right. But they don't have those here. So, yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, he was gonna be in my car with his saliva everywhere, and it was gonna be a problem. So I would have to check the car. I would be looking at my rear view, like, yeah, it was it was a problem. But I had to see it, and I had to see both of them. The second one wasn't that scary, so I was good. The second one wasn't as good as one for sure. Yeah, it just wasn't negative. Period. But yeah, but that yeah. first one out, and all he killed was kids, like. And I and it's been a couple years since I've been a kid, but he was coming for me. And you also don't live in that town. <laughs> I don't live. I don't live in the zip code. Are we I mean, not the zip code? But the area or the time yeah. zone. Like I ain't never even been that way. Like, <laughs> but he was coming. You couldn't tell but, me nothing different. Coming. Well, at least with Alien, they're in space, so you don't yeah. you don't have to worry. They're not even on the planet. <laughs> Right. And I don't want to go to space. There, There's nothing out there for me. So I'm good. <laughs> I will leave know? them out there. They're going to leave me here. And we're straight. You know? Okay. So did you sleep with the lights on after these? No. These were comical to me. Yeah. Once How I so? got to that, especially when I got to that third one, mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? So, yeah. How was it comical for you? It was what was so funny? It was it was silly. It was it was real silly. I was just like, okay, we really about to put this lady in a jail with all these people that swore off sex and think nothing's gonna happen. Not just all these okay. people who swore off sex, but all these criminals, right? Like hard criminals, right? Right. They didn't just do a little PPP loan fraud. Like, they're violent. Right, criminals. right. Right. Like, the, they were extremely violent criminals because they got they got exiled off of Earth. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, it was like, okay. And then, by the third movie, 
I would be like, you know what? It's a pattern with this lady. Like these aliens kind of follow her. Maybe. Well, it's not hers, the company, right? Well, yeah. But it seems like it's her too. Because she keeps working with the freaking company. I feel like right. that was the only, I really liked Aliens, Aliens, I think, the second movie. Probably liked that one the best. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the cast a lot more. And um, the guy who's playing the the guy from the company, like the company stand-in. Like, I couldn't believe he actually went on there. But of course, you can't just have Paul Reiser just in one scene. Um, yeah, but I thought he was a great addition because he was just so scummy and awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but I was surprised that she would ever work with that company ever again. Yeah, um, I would be done now, with space altogether. Right? <laughs> I'm not yeah. going anywhere. I'm staying. Even if I'm in space, I'm not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> right here. Leave me sleep. Mm-hmm. Don't bother me. I won't bother you. Just now, the thing that I learned about the second movie that I didn't recall seeing in the movie was that uh-huh. she had a daughter. And while she was a cryo- in cryosleep for like 57 years, her daughter had died. Okay. And I yeah, was like, oh, that makes her, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, because that the second movie her connection to that little girl now that you say that makes sense because i was like so them sleeping in a bed together just nobody's gonna think that this is a little weird well she was the only other woman on the whole well now at that at that point she was the only other woman there but Um, i still was just like she just met this little girl why are y'all Right, the connection was like it was like super intense, and I was like, I get that she's gonna save the girl because she's gonna be the hero, but I was mm-hmm. like, dang, this is really intense. But when I found that out, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And apparently, that was only in a particular cut of the film, uh-huh. like in the director's cut or something. I was like, they should have left that in there because that that made so many things make way more sense. Right, right, right. Because right. at the end of the movie, the little girl also calls her mother or mom or something. Right. I was like, what? Right. And before then, we knew mother as being like Siri or Alexa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, they definitely should have left that in. That would have made life more um, or a little less complicated when it came to the movie. (laughs) But, so when you watched the uh, first alien movie, was that more serious for you? Um, it was more serious, and I took it ser- more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I took it more seriously because um, that second movie, it just seemed like the second movie came out in, what, 93? Uh, 92, I believe. 92? Okay, so that was around the time Terminator was, like, dominating. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. So just- I'm so wrong. That's the third movie. The second movie came out in 1986. Okay. Okay, so when did when did Terminator come out? The first one, like eighty four. I believe Terminator came out, yeah, eighty four. Okay, so that makes more sense why eight why the second one was the way that it was because 
because the um it just it just seemed like they was like trying to ride the, the Terminator wave. You think so? You know what I mean? Yeah. But the first movie came out before that. So Right. right. Alien. Right. Alien. Alien. Right. Now, let's just for a moment, let's just talk about the names of these movies. Like, sure. How freaking confusing is <laughs> to have a movie called Alien and then the sequel called Aliens? Like, who was, in, get- who was in, the, in the room that made that decision? That was James Cameron. Like literally, he wrote the. They were, they were trying to figure out what they're going to name this movie and everything, and uh, he wrote Alien and then wrote the S, but wrote it as a dollar sign because it's a sequel. You know, it's going to make money, so aliens. You know, whatever. I was like, okay, fine. Honestly, that's okay. But what gets me is that after Aliens, they go back and call the third film Alien Three. Right. So you have Alien, Aliens, Alien 3. Why? Why is it not Aliens 3? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I mean, I kind of get it because they're they're going back to the original one. Um, but it was multiple aliens at that point. So why not be Aliens 3? So exactly. I get your point as well. Um, it's just extremely confusing. They didn't think about the the long term. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like, know, I mean, franchises were not out there like that. Like, that wasn't, you know, now our movies are largely, especially the blockbuster movies, are largely comprised of uh, franchises, you know, trilogies, sequels, prequels, whatever. But that wasn't nearly as common at the time. Right. Right. But by the time they got to that second one, they knew it was going to be one and two. You know what I mean? So why not name it Aliens 2? Or just or Alien 2. Like, I don't know. Like, who knows? Right. But that obviously wasn't their major concern, right? Right. Or like Alien, semicolon, there's more than one. I don't know. Like, <laughs> something, something less complicated. You know what I'm saying? Now, I no- do love yeah. you have the tagline up here from the first one, in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah. I did not know that was from Alien. I heard that phrase before, but I did not know it was from that film. I had never heard the the term, you know? Oh, yeah. I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, let's let's go through that first one. Just a a brief synopsis. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the first one, we have... um, What are... I mean, like... Were, they weren't part of the military on the first one, but what were they? No, they were working for they were working for the company. This this company to like get something out of here. So, um, of course, this is the first one that came out in 1980, 1980 I'm sorry, nineteen seventy nine actually, mm-hmm. right? And so it's a commercial space tug called the Nostromo. They have seven crews who are in stasis, and they're supposed to be heading back home. Like, they already done what they were supposed to do, I believe. Right, right, right. Um, so, but there's a detection of a transmission from a nearby moon, and the ship's computer wakes them up because they are apparently under some kind of obligation or contracts to discover any kind of uh, distress signal, which is really odd, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, 
because they're just a space tech. Like, okay, sure. They're not, they don't have like any kind of like law enforcement or like um, recon. Like, why would they be set up to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what they're supposed to be doing. That's why they get woken up. That's why they're near this planet where the distress signal is coming from. Um, and in this movie, they give uh, Ripley, who is Sigourney Weaver's character, mm-hmm. uh, a cat. They give her a cat. And there's a thing in the movies called Save the Cat, which is how you know someone is supposed to be the hero or a good person is if they save the cat or if they don't save the cat. Mm, okay. So she gives a cat in space. <laughs> yeah, because I was always wondering, like, what was the deal with the cat? Like, as you can tell, I'm not a, a um, an animal not a cat person. person. I'm not an animal. <laughs> person. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, mm, could have left him out there, but whatever. Yeah. So they go and like try to find like where this transmission is coming from, and they find like an alien ship and the alien is just huge, like um, a giant, you know, 10 mm-hmm. feet, 50 feet tall or something. And um, looking into like the behind the scenes, uh, they actually use children in the suits to make it look even bigger. Hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they can see like something had burst from this, the chest of this of this creature. Um, and it gets into the ship, of course. Well, actually, they find like some eggs or something, and they, it opens up and like gets on one of the guys. It's the face hugger thing, and they get him back into the ship to try and get it off. And they cut it, and they realize that the blood is acid, so of course they can't get it off of him. Every time they try, it just squeezes harder. Eventually, it just falls off and dies. And um, he wakes up. He seems to be fine, right? Uh, his name his name is Kane. Kane has like some memory loss, but he seems totally fine. They're like, okay, we're leaving the planet because whatever's going on here, we don't want a part of it. Let's have this meal, whatever. So, but while they're eating the meal, he starts like groaning and crying. He's like a tremendous pain and everything. And then out from his chest pops another alien. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> chest ripper alien kind of thing right so it pops out and it runs away right just runs across the table but skitters away like what (laughs) so you know they're all they're all trying to catch the alien or trying to kill the alien or just trying to stay alive right and then we come to find out that one of the members of the crew, Ash, who's supposed to be like the scientific guy, had actually just been like placed in the mission a couple, like a couple of weeks before they were actually supposed to go. There was supposed to be originally another person who was supposed to be there, uh, who the captain had worked with before and had trusted. He's like, I don't really know this guy, but like, what can I do? It was a company's orders, right? Mm-hmm. And Ash is like, he's like in awe of the alien. He's like mesmerized by it. Uh, he doesn't really seem that afraid of it when it's attacking people. He doesn't really seem that active in trying to stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, we find out that he's a, a synthetic. He's he's an android, right? He's not a real human. 
And at one point, you know, because Ripley is like, when when they find out what it is, Ripley is like, we gotta leave right now. Burn, mm-hmm. and we gotta we gotta torch the planet behind us. You know, but uh, somehow Ash is able to convince people not to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. And while Ripley is hurt, he like rolls up this um, magazine. It's like a Playboy, and is like trying to shove it down her throat. Which was really confusing for me. I was like, "Why? It's a real odd way to try to kill somebody." <laughs> yeah, like that came out of left field. Yeah, uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Uh, out of all of the things you have access to, this is what you choose. And looking, because you know, I always do like a bunch of like videos, watch a bunch of YouTube videos about older films to see. Just what people have to say and like what the reaction at the time was, all that kind of stuff. And so they were talking about that scene in particular. And it's supposed to be representation of Ash's sexual frustration, the fact that he doesn't have sexual organs and is not human. Um, so yeah, that rolled up. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Now that makes sense. Like, I don't know how I was supposed to pick that up from the movie. Right, right. Like it makes sense, but it don't because. If he's an android, that means that he's not human, which means that he wouldn't have sexual frustrations. So that's when it got even more confusing to me. Well, Alien is also a lot about, um, like, having seen the, one of the first people, right? Was the only one that I've actually seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, you start to see that Alien is a lot about evolution, right? Okay. Um, so, like... Uh, there's an idea of like these aliens, you know, evolving from this, this are starting to evolve and change, blah, blah, blah. Just like humans are starting to evolve and change and creating their own forms of life, like these androids. And now these androids are starting to evolve and change. Mm-hmm. So there's that whole kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, I would not have even thought about, I did not even, it didn't even occur to me that Ash might not have sexual organs. <laughs> like, right. I didn't think he was an android until he malfunctioned. Right? Yeah. And they have all that uh, white, like, milky substance for his blood and stuff. And apparently the actor did not like milk at all, but was, like, forced to basically drink milk <laughs> to complete oh. these scenes, you know. Yeah. They didn't even try to get him no flavored milk at all. <laughs> I mean, it's 1970, well, eight probably at this point. I don't know if flavored milk might be on the shelves, you know. Could have put something in there, but ugh, I know he was gagging. Yeah, because I'm not a milk person either, unless it's flavored. So, oh, I love. See, I actually really like milk. So, <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, I can imagine like how many hours I must have taken, how much milk he must have had to like come on. Because that it was would a probably lie. put anybody off. Yeah, that was a whole lie. They they would have had to do 511 takes for me because I would have been like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, cut, we can't use none of this. Like <laughs> so, well, they gotta find a way to use it, you know. Right. We're gonna have to cut this shit up. Like <laughs> Yeah, so you know, they try to escape the ship. They decide they're gonna, you know, self-destruct the ship and escape in a shuttle. Um, but two of the other crew members are ambushed and killed by the creature while trying to get like some extra oil and stuff like that. Uh, Ripley starts the self-destruct sequence. 
um, but then finds another alien is like blocking her path to the shuttle. She can't get on the shuttle. And, uh, you know, she's um, trying to retreat and stop the self-abort. I mean, the self-destruct, the self-destruct sequence. But she can't. <laughs> so she tries to go to the shuttle again. Um, she She's carrying like one of her crew members, Jones, and she's able to make it before the Nostromo explodes with the cat, too. Yeah. Because one thing they're going to do the cat. is the animals. Well, I mean, one thing they're going to do is the cat is going to survive. Like, yeah. there's at one point where the cat sees somebody getting attacked by the alien and is like hiding, of course. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cat was like, I ain't no fool. <laughs> No, no, you know, and you think that's the end, and they have you know Ripley preparing for stasis, and she's like in her underwear and everything, which okay I understand, but then also her underwear don't fit like at all, and they do like a very male gazy thing with like the underwear not fitting her butt. I was like that doesn't even look comfortable. Like the underwear is clearly too small for her. Right, they were too small because her uh, plumber was showing. Yeah, and I and and then the comfortable. The way that they chose to shoot it was weird. And I was just like, well, mm-hmm. I guess the movie won't be complete without a half-naked scene. So, Well, it's it's very much the male gaze. Like, the way it, the camera moves over her body and everything. Right. Um, in a very unsexy time. Like, this is not... <laughs> at all. At all. And that ended up becoming a theme throughout the movies, you know? And then um, her not having a bra became a thing. I was just like, I guess that's not part of the uniform. So, I mean, if I'm going in stasis, am I going to wear a bra? I mean, may, maybe because my life... I'm wearing a, is she imagine her wearing a bra for 57 years. Yeah. But at least we could have at least got a scene where she was like, you know, taking it off. Just to let us know that it is a part of the uniform. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, for real. I didn't even notice it. For me, it was like that underwear clear doesn't fit, and I know that's uncomfortable. <laughs> right, right. But it could be just me because I'm this- jealous that I cannot just walk out here without a bra. So that could be me. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I understand. Right. But at least in the or second film, the they the underwear that fit. Yeah. Go to the mailbox? <laughs> as far as I can go is the mailbox. So <laughs> when nobody is on the yeah. street. Yeah. Yeah. So she's getting ready. She's put Jones in stasis and everything. And she sees that there's actually an alien on the ship mm-hmm. that had like squeezed onto the ship. So she gets into a spacesuit and is like flushing the creature out. Um, and she's able to open an airlock door. She's because like so they actually like fall into this pit and stuff and mm-hmm. where the airlock door is. And she's able to climb out and open the airlock, getting the alien sucked out. But she, of course, she almost gets sucked out, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got a grappling hook and she's able to like catch the airlock door before it closes. <sighs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of close calls. Mm-hmm. Because the alien is still like it's still like attached to the shuttle. And, and but it pulls itself into the engine exhaust. So when Ripley fires up the engines, it's blasted away in space. Mm-hmm. Great. And yeah. she, you know, records her final her log. Which made me think of Star, uh, Star Trek, you know, Captain's Log. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like back in stasis for her trip back to Earth, hopefully hoping that somebody will come across them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they haven't been able to tell anybody what's going on. Right, right. And she thought it was just going to be a little while. I can't believe how long it actually was, though, but wow. 57 years. Right. That's so crazy. Right, right. And she was preserved. But um, did they ever say um, what year it was supposed to be? No, I didn't see anything like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't remember seeing that either. Yeah. But um, I did wonder, like, what year is it? Yeah. So what? What did you think of um, the design of the spaceship? I like the design of the spaceship. Um, um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Space Odyssey a little bit. Some of it, especially when you get to that first, when you're showing them waking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, in their in their pods, which also look like eggs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of egg imagery in the movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, it reminded me kind of like the spaceship on two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Yeah, have you seen can, that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, it had a whole lot of um space on that spaceship. Yeah, and I would imagine that you would. Space, I mean, they would need to be extremely huge. Yeah. You think about a space shuttle, and those things are incredibly large. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, but I, yeah, I was just like, boy, as soon as you thought that you've already taken a tour, here go a whole nother wing. Yeah. Um, What did you... <laughs> What did you think about Yafit Koto's character? <laughs> Especially with him being the only black guy. He was the only black guy. And he seemed to be the one who had like the most friction with Ripley for no reason. I did like his whole like, okay, but what about the pay though? Because right. right? <laughs> I feel like right. that's right. right. Like um, I ain't up here free. So right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, he seemed to have like the most personality to me, like the most realistic personality to me mm-hmm. uh, out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody um, was like what? super serious and a bit stale, except for the other woman. She kind of had um, a meltdown, but. Yeah, yeah. Apparently when they filmed the chestburster scene, uh-huh. uh, didn't tell them about like how much blood they were going to be using in it and like where the blood was going to go. So when she like gets the blood on her and like starts screaming, that's her real reaction. Oh, wow. You know, sometimes it that, I mean, it's a bit traumatizing, but it makes for great film when you don't. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I would at least say, hey, we're not fully disclosing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't I was like, y'all but then everybody is on Like, if you tell them, I mean, head, if you give them, but a if head, you're like, an actor, but if you're an actor, your job is to act like you're not on guard. You know what I'm saying? Right. But even, but even still, sometimes your natural reaction can be the best reaction. You know what I'm saying? Because what if they did like three takes and they like they never told them they did three takes total and. When it happened the first time, that was their natural reaction. Then when you go back for two and three, it's not going to be as natural because they anticipated. The, that natural one, more than likely, is going to be the best one. 
Well, my thing is like, you can still tell them, hey, this is what we're gonna do, right? They may not know the way it's going to work out when it's being done, but like, hey, we're gonna use a bunch of blood packets. Just wanna let you know, you know? Well, they don't yeah. know who's gonna get hit with it. So that would yeah. still be their natural reaction, but they could still also know it's going to happen. Yeah, but they, I mean, it can be like, uh, like a blood packet roulette kind of thing, right? Right, right. Know. But it's still anticipated, though. It's just like, who's going to get it? That's fine yeah, with me. It. Still anticipated. <laughs> but because I feel like cons consent is way more important. Yeah. But it's, it seems like they want the reaction first and deal with the consequences later. Which I, yeah, I mean, that's I not going to work for me. I don't, I don't, I don't respect <laughs> that. Nah. No. I can respect it to get the best shot. You know, sacrifice your feelings a little bit. I, I sacrifice your feelings a little bit. Your trauma? <laughs> no, I know. Are you saying right, I'm a therapist after this? I don't think so. Not in 1979. Man, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but we can set you up with a sequel. And that sequel we can didn't know because she was dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, but she's in a classic movie. We are talking about this movie 43 Girl. years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would still be classic even if we hadn't known that that was the case, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, but you know, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. So, um, but yeah. Like, what if that just happened at work one day? You just suddenly hit, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, on the receiving end, I would hate it. But being being a director, I would love it. Like, I, I get it. No, yeah. In that case, we need to be shooting documentaries. I am acting <laughs> fake things. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, but I agree. I agree with... Um, with you know Yafi Koto's character, like he was the more he was the most realistic out of everyone, and um, and you know, again, I'm not up here for no other reason but money, so run it. <laughs> you know, look, yeah. I mean, my clock in time is nine. So I don't blame him. Right, like my clock in time is nine. My clock out time is five. My job description is X Y Z. Y'all want me to do A, B, C? I need more money. Like, <laughs> M-O-N-E-Y. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so let, let's uh, jump on to Aliens, the sequel. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So with Aliens... <laughs> this How many one, in there? right? Aliens, <laughs> you know. So, um, with this one, um, it picks up where Alien left off. Um, she thought it was just gonna be a few weeks before she uh, was found. Ended up being fifty-seven years. That's a long time. That means pretty much everyone you ever knew is dead. Yeah. Right. Right. So they find her. Um, they take her. They um, 
you know, hook her up to all kinds of things so she can go on ahead and wake up and whatnot. And they fill her in on what's going on. Um, I feel like she acclimated herself pretty well considering it's been 57 years. Yeah, it seemed like she was really, she got hit to that new technology really quick. I was like, that's odd. Right. No, water moments for her. Right, right. Like the only, only thing that she like really freaked out on was the Android. Um, that's one thing that they did change between the first and the second one was that the first one, they didn't let them know that there was an Android amongst the crew. This time they did. And she's in space with the Marines. Oh, you know what? One thing we forgot uh, is that in the first movie, they do find out that they had been sent there to actually get one of the aliens because the company wants to study them and wants to make them into weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, they're going, they're going into space with the um, Marines now to get the aliens. Yeah. Um, well, you know, she's, she's talking to Paul Reiser and he's, he's part of the corp. He's one of the corporation representatives and, uh, mm-hmm. You know, she she confronts him with the truth that she found out, you know, how they had said, like, the crew was expendable and everything as long as they came back to the alien. And he's, like, trying to get her to go on this mission because there's these colonists on this planet now. And they haven't heard from them in, like, two weeks or something. And um, she knows they still want to get this alien. So she's like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do any of that. And, like, she's just, like, working in a warehouse now. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. girl. Yeah, um, like. And that weird forklift, like, yeah, I would have thought more people would have been interested in her experience and like who the aliens are and what they do, what they can do, blah blah. blah. But mo- mm-hmm. a lot of them don't believe that she even encountered them, that they're that these aliens are even real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they odd like, because one, one, like it's. <laughs> you what know. did you say? I said it's a little odd because like, didn't y'all want to capture one for research? Right. 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 But I mean, they're kind of like blowing off her expertise. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, there's so. a lot of theme of like sexism throughout the movies. Yeah. And people doubting Ripley, not listening to Ripley, discounting Ripley, and then like her always being right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then yeah, also like when she's discovered, they also find like. Uh, Jones and um, like Jones didn't make it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the one thing that she was scared of the most, which rightfully so, was the android, which ended up, you know, being one of her saving graces in the end. Yeah, in this particular movie, ended yeah. up being one of her, one of the people who saved uh, saved her and uh, the girl. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have this random girl that lost her family. That's a stowaway. The only surviving colonist. Yeah. Yeah, and she's a stowaway on the ship. And then, you know, one thing about seeing Paul Reiser is every time he was on screen, I thought about Mad About You. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like, you're not the only one. I watched, um, was it uh, uh, The Honest Trailer? For this movie, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and which was very funny, and at the end they give like alternate titles or character names for the characters, 
And for him, it was like mad about space or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like Paul Reiser is like, we're gonna go to this colony and we're gonna we're gonna kill the aliens. Like we're not bringing them back. And that's the only thing that gets her to go. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... You know, then she finds herself in a a kerfuffle again. Um, Because, you know, stealing aliens just is not the thing to do. You know, the aliens, they like to tussle. A little bit. A little little bit. bit. And they have that grown man strength. So. (laughs) And the acid blood. Right. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a good fight, you know. Um. You know, same formula applies that they are on the ship. They're killing folks left and right. Um, then it gets to the point where um, they have to go on ahead and, you know, abort. And they hit the kill switch. But this time they have a little bit more time on the kill switch. And she doesn't have the girl because... There was an area, there was a part where they just put that slime over everybody, including the little girl. Yeah, so she uh, was like, Ripley was like, I gotta go back and get her. Um, she goes back, finds her, and then when she's trying to come back, this is this is the craziest shit I have seen in a really long time in movies. Because we were talking about this at work. And I was just like, what the hell? So when they're come, they're trying to come back after she found the little girl or whatever, um, you know, the the spaceship is like, you know, imploding. Shit's on fire. Everything is falling down. She goes to the elevator. And they're waiting on the elevator. You know, do, 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 you know, the whole elevator music and all. And ding, elevator door opens. There's the alien. On what world is an alien pressing buttons to get on an elevator? And right. They're, they're just pressing the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're not like actually calling the elevator. They just <laughs> press up against the wall, you know. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm sure that was not intentional. Oh. I was like, what the heck? A uh, uh, alien on an elevator, dude. And as soon as that elevator door opens. <laughs> You know when you're waiting on an elevator and you don't know, you don't know who's gonna be on there, if anyone's gonna be on there, or whatever. Right. And you're just kind of waiting for that moment for the door to open. Like, can I, can I go inside? If somebody need to come out, da, da, da. right. So now, but this time it's an alien. But right. yeah, the alien was definitely not like I need to get to level six. I like <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I like. So he just knew what floor to get off on. <laughs> oh it was probably up there. I accidentally pressed every button. It was just writing. <laughs> he, was, oh no, he was like on floor two, looked out. Nope, this ain't the right floor. Let me Don't even know how they got in there. Don't even know how they got in there. <laughs> nope, this ain't it. Let me get back. <laughs> right. 
Oh, ain't nothing down here. <laughs> and then another thing, I'm like, the whole spaceship is imploding. It's a fire. You ain't supposed to ride the elevator in a fire. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going <laughs> on here? The thing is, like, like, again, Ripley's like, we need to blow up this whole planet to make sure none of these aliens come back. Mm -hmm. And Paul Reiser's character was like, wait a minute, but everything is so expensive here. We kind of need the equipment. Right. And that's what I was thinking, too. I was just like, you know what? If this shit was in real life, there is going to be a Congress meeting about the spaceship program and how much money they're blowing. <laughs> because they keep imploding these damn spaceships. And I know they billions of dollars. Yo, so I mean, like there is definitely going to be an overnight budget meeting about this. <laughs> well, you know they they want those aliens. The, they keep lying. They, they keep lying. Point. They keep trying to get these aliens for, for to be like these new weapons or whatever. Which I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. These are they're not trainable. They're not trying to work with you. Like this right. is not. You'll be better off. You'll be better off getting an elephant and a lion trying to tame them to be exactly. Your, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Excuse me. Then a whole this is, another species from another planet. You don't even know if they can survive in the Earth atmosphere. And you see, like the colonists have been trying to study them and everything. Yeah. Um, but you know they escaped and they started using the colonists as, as egg. Is egg suppositories, right? Basically, which is where they find everybody, right? Um, and then, um, let's see. Oh, this is also the movie where you have like she's basically like in a Gundam, but it's like the warehouse equipment that she was using before. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's it's pretty much like a Gundam, and it was uh, bat, it was um, like a big puppet kind of almost. So, like, in the back, there's another person, like, who's inside there in the back, like, helping move, like, the arms and stuff. Yeah. And that that was when I was like, okay. Because when she started fighting the alien in that forklift transformer mm -hmm. thing, I was like, this shit is Transformers now. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are we what are we doing? That's the reason why I was saying, like, they seemed like they was kind of riding the Terminator wave. But like, I was, no, the same thing about that for me, um, I, I did not expect that. Right, because we see her earlier, like in the <clears throat> space station or whatever planet she's on, when she's being woken up, and she's working this warehouse job basically mm. in this in this like Gundam kind of thing, and I did not anticipate that that would ever come back. You know, <laughs> I knew it was gonna come back. Yeah, I knew it was gonna come back because what was the point in it in the first place? Well, at first I thought the point was just to show you like what her life is like now, right? Just just setting yeah. it up where her life is like now, where her choices are, might not be, <clears throat> why she might choose to go on this next space trip. Yeah. I yeah, don't but think, oh, this piece of equipment will come back in a significant way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know how it was gonna come back. I didn't know why it would come back, but I, I knew it was some type of significance to it that we mm -hmm. was we were gonna see it again. Because it and, and it's not a normal forklift, like it's like a transformer. I was like, yeah. what are we doing? It was yeah, no, I keep saying um, Gundam because Gundam was a show where it looks like it's like they look similar to Transformers, right? Mm -hmm. But they're operated by people. 
So people get inside and they operate those machines. And so I was like, oh, so she's got a Gundam? Like, okay, that's kind of cool, actually. Like, um, <clears throat> and see, I automatically movie? went to Transformers because I never heard of Gundam. Oh, yeah. Gundam is a very popular anime thing. Um, but also, there was the movie with, um, oh, what's his name? Idris Elba, where they were also doing those machines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like that movie, too. Um, Pacific Rim. Yes, Pacific Rim. So those are Gundams. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I kind of like that. I thought that was really neat that it came back like that. I thought it made up for a really good, like, final battle. Uh, I thought it was ridiculous. You thought it was ridiculous? Ridiculous. I I was like, what the heck? We are, like, Transformer versus Alien. Like, that's where I went. You know, because it was all, I mean, this was on the heels of the elevator scene. So I already well, I mean, like, if you think about like Pacific Rim, right? They're trying to fight which what are basically aliens coming to Earth. And the only way they could do it was in these Gundams. Yeah. So but, I mean, but that was that made, made I yeah, but see I was I know like I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense to me that you yeah. Yeah. This is how this fight would go. Yeah, but me, I just was like, cause I, cause again, I'm coming off of the hills of that elevator, and I was just like, you know what? Of course, I really of didn't course. even think about the elevator scene like that. To me, <laughs> I did. I was like, what? Because I'm really like, cause sometimes, sometimes I put too much logic into things, yeah. and I put way too much logic into that. Cause I was like, why the hell are we on an elevator in a fire for one? And for two, an alien that knows how to work an elevator? I don't think the alien knew how to work the elevator. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, uh, the alien was just like around and like pushing the buttons or whatever, like just put, touching whatever, you know. They got all these arms and legs and tentacles or whatever. So just touching whatever. And it just opened. And they're like, okay, this is another, but I just, another place for me to explore. Yeah, I guess, but I was just, I was just like, heck no, because I was even like, okay, what if he just pressed all the buttons, and then he just was like, okay, not wrong floor, let me get back on. Like, I mean, I was, I was, I was, just, I was just like, oh, nothing to attack, nothing. To yeah. Attack. But you know, you you only got a second before you have to get back on before the door closes again. I like, think, I, was, I don't think the alien ever got off. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Right, I was just like, okay, this is ridiculous right here. Like, this, I was, I was so outdone with that elevator that when I saw the transformer, I'm like, all right, all right. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, so, so yeah, so everybody, uh, everybody dies <laughs> except for half of the um. Half of the android and the little girl and Ripley, mm-hmm. and they get onto that uh, <clears throat> that pretty much lifeboat of a spaceship, and they go to sleep again. Well, they're pursued by the queen this time, right? <clears throat> so there's yeah. this part where they're they're trying to escape, and they actually run into the queen, like laying on her eggs, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not really moving because she's like 
laying her eggs. Nesting, yeah. But she, see, but she sees them as about to like call everybody else to get on them. And Ripley has this flamethrower. <clears throat> and Ripley basically like is like, if you don't let me go, I'm going to torch all of your eggs. Right? And mm-hmm. the, the the queen alien is kind of like, all right, fine, let her let, let her through, you know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and she's she and the girl are starting to go through the field of eggs and everything, but the eggs start to pop open, and Ripley was like, nope, torch them all, barbecue time. <laughs> and like the, it pisses the queen off, and she like uh, gets away from like this the, whatever she's using to birth her eggs to like come and attack them, and she basically like is on the ship. <clears throat> And that's who, uh, you know, Ripley has to fight uh, because the queen's like torn Bishop in half and everything. She's bigger. She looks different from the other aliens that we've seen before. And mm-hmm. that's when she gets into that exosuit cargo loader. And again, you know, is able to get it through an airlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And while uh, and Bishop, is, Bishop is just half an android at this point, mm-hmm. but he's actually trying to keep them safe. Right, right, because he saved the little girl, um, because yeah. she almost fell through. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, and so we have another opening, as well, and we lose them to space. <clears throat> yeah, they get and back then, to hyperspace, but the only person who makes it is Ripley. But Ripley, at least this time, has an underwear that fits. Right, right, because <laughs> we will get another underwear scene, of course. I mean, I understand like being in your underwear for hypersleep, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, y'all, come on. Right. I was like, at least this time the underwear actually fits her. Right, it does. It does. You know, <clears throat> they made sure of it this time. Yeah, I was like, I'm kind of surprised though. You wouldn't just have like a kind of standard issue thing to wear while you're going into stasis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a, some kind of company uniform or whatever. But yeah. 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 So, um, was there a character in particular that stood out to you? I'd probably say Paul Reiser. Yeah, for sure. And then um, Bill Paxton, right? A lot of things that Bill Paxton says in this film, I had heard, but I didn't know they were from this film. Because, like, his character, Bill Paxton is the character who's, like, very talkative. Like the guy who's like, he's like, oh yeah, we gotta, you know, woo, let's go, Bob. You know, okay, that dude. <clears throat> yeah, they call him a boastly but cowardly Colonel Marine Private. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, uh, of course, the stereotypical Sanchez stood out. Um, because I tried to put myself in the mind frame of the eighties. So I can definitely see that character standing out substantially. Mm. <clears throat> and then also, um, I guess he was the general, the black guy that was over everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that they had him over all the Marines uh, for obvious reasons. So. And then, of course, mad about you, mad about you will will always and forever stand out and be mad about you, and that's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think you were talking about um, Vasquez, who's like the other one of the other. 
different name. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, she's the one with the short hair, right? It's very mm -hmm. kind of presenting, but it seems like she may actually have a relationship with one of her other, um, one of her other Marines. They just are very, they're very close. But uh, she also, yeah. I was watching the um, honest trailer for this movie. So she plays Vasquez here. And then in another movie, she plays like this Irish woman. <laughs> I was just like, wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, oh, okay. All right. So in she real just, life, is she just a white woman? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jean Jeanette Ellis Goldstein. So, yeah. Mm, Goldstein. Is that Jewish? It might be. <laughs> but, you know, back then, it was acceptable to play other races. So. Well, hey, it still does that now because you remember... Um, <laughs> yeah. There's so many times that that happens. Um, what's her name? Uh, Scarlett Johansson played a. Oh, uh, yeah. Sergeant a Hawaiian like, no, yeah, no, that was, was a different one. But, uh, oh. No, that was Emma Stone. Right, that was a different white lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many to Play count. Another color. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's a. Uh, ongoing thing um and then we're not even gonna get into uh elizabeth taylor playing oh lord Egypt, so but anyway uh. <laughs> but this movie was much more like i understand how you would see like kind of like the terminator thing um because mm -hmm. again it's james cameron who did terminator so. exactly, exactly. Um, like, we're formula we're sticking to it well, this one is less horror, I would say, more thriller, more action, right? Mm -hmm. The first one is like quiet. You kind of like, you don't really see the aliens at first. They're more like kind of stalking people or whatever. This one is more like definitely head on action kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I find it that when you don't see the horror, and it's left up to your imagination, that is way scarier than you actually seeing the horror. Mm, yeah, definitely. It can be way more effective. Yeah. Yeah. And then it seems like <clears throat> it did have some um, some jump scares in the first one. Um, in the second one, you kind of already knew what they looked like. And what was to be expected and, and whatnot in regards to that. Like in, in the first one, you didn't really know what they looked like, how gross they were going to be or anything of that nature. Right. So, yeah. Especially when, if you go off of the, um, if you go off the poster and the trailers, they didn't really give you so much. No, actually. And that was like part of the, one of the things they purposely did was to avoid telling people exactly what was going on and avoid showing what the creatures looked like. Mm -hmm. Right, right, and that that made it that made it more effective. Uh, I remember watching the trailer for Alien Three, and it legit talked zero about Alien Three. It just talked mm -hmm. about the first two. Oh and wow, that's funny. Okay, like I get it. We have two more before the third. 
but what about the third, you know? So, but yeah. Yeah, so that's aliens. <laughs> so, now we have alien three. Yeah, which was like, when you look at it, it's supposed to be like alien to the third power kind of thing. Right, right. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And it's just like, uh, Ripley can never make it to Earth. Like, she just can't. Oh, she can't ever go home for some reason. Yeah, yeah like, th this is home, and that's just what it is. That's the space. You know. is right, right. <laughs> And like right. this, this time she's woken up again, but like I don't even know how long it's been. I'm not even sure. Yeah, they didn't really say how long it was. Um, this one too, because I I was wondering that as well. Yeah. But this one um was directed by David Fincher instead of James Cameron, right? Who was probably mm -hmm. just really busy with all his Terminator stuff. because um, right. it came out in 19, this one came out in 1992. Um okay. so yeah, for sure Sigourney the same year. I'm sorry. I think Terminator 2 came out the same year. Yeah, so, so. That makes sense. yeah. Um, but they have also Charles S. Dutton, who you might remember from the show Rock. And then they have Charles Dance, who you might recognize from Game of Thrones. Uh, he's yeah, he's Daddy Lannister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I didn't even realize that until I looked at the cast and I saw pictures of him on the beach. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because they was they was um putting the titles on those pictures as Game of Thrones, and I'm like, oh, that is him, you know. So mm -hmm. um, that's it. But can we just take a moment to just uh, give Charles S. Dutton his flowers? Like he's yes. an amazing actor, and we don't recognize him. Like I we agree. Should. Yeah, I. Agree. Yeah, he does. Uh, Rock was a phenomenal actor. Though. Like, yeah, Rock was amazing. But I mean, yeah. he does a he does a bit of the overacting, but it works for him. Yeah, you know? and it works for like the movie he's in. Yes, 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 and I I really appreciated him in this movie because, like, he just I mean he commands your attention when he's on the screen. 100%. No matter if he got two words or a monologue, he commands your yeah. attention. Yeah. He's he's supposed to be a, a murderer and rapist on this spaceship, and he's giving, like, Shakespeare. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, did you buy him as a murderous rapist? I mean, I guess they can be anyone, you know, but uh, I thought it was a really odd choice to make this, like, such a violent prisoner planet. Um, because I know, you know, even with the first two movies, we're dealing with like the themes of sexism and stuff, which is already hard. Like, I don't really understand why we need to up that like this. Yeah. And then also we're doing a lot of like these, like a lot of um, sympathizing and kind of humanizing. Um, so you put me on like a prison planet with a bunch of rapists and murderers so you could humanize them. Like I don't, <laughs> they can be the hero. I, I don't really. Why? Why did we make them rapists and murderers? Right? They could be any kind of prisoners. They could be any kind of people. I'm not sure why that was the choice. Well, I mean, you're not going to get exiled from Earth being somebody that's in jail for embezzlement. 
I mean, you could be exiled from Earth. You could be a political prisoner. You could be, you know, for you could have, you could be like you violated some kind of contractor. Who, who, who knows? Like it could be anything, right? You could actually be working for a different company, and you're not actually exiled from Earth. This is just where you've been. <laughs> like, right? It didn't have to like, be a prison. It didn't have to yeah. be a prison. Is my thing, like, um, because I feel like I feel like if you're exiled from Earth. There's levels before you get to the point where you're exiled from Earth. Yeah. So you had to be the worst of the worst. Right. And but, the thing is, like, we already have this theme with the company, like, and basically capitalism being the actual villain of this right. films, because they keep going back for these aliens. They don't care who dies, who gets hurt, who's, in, uh, you know, impregnated by these aliens, where they go, what happens to them, what they lose. They don't care about any of that. So it's really kind of funny when you just could have been like, oh yeah, these are other folks who've been abandoned by maybe another company or something like that. You could have just done that. Yeah. And I feel like that would have been a really great way to bring people together in the movie instead of having them distrust each other so much throughout the film. I guess maybe you're supposed to be able to discover each other's humanity or something, but again, they don't need to be rapists and murderers to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about this? What if they were like um, mental patients? I would not like that at all. Um, if they were Hollywood does not have a good... Hollywood is not, is not really great at, at portraying mentally ill people, so... No, no, they're not, but... I feel like it would have spoke to how we treat mental patients. So it would that have was going to be a thing, unless it comes from that kind of angle, like they yeah. treat us this way. Yeah, yeah. We're actually like just women. <laughs> right, right. Like if they would have, if they would have had like a double theme there. Yeah. In regards to that, I think it may have been a bit more effective. Um, I agree. But. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, the whole them being the worst of the worst, and then they turn around and what, find God and take this vow of celibacy? Like, and I'm not even really sure if it's like, it seems like in a religion that they came up with, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of yeah, based yeah, on yeah. something. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, do you take the vow? before you get out there? Who knows? I, I think they came up with that after they realized they had been abandoned. Yeah. Because that was the only way, only way they was going to get through that. Yeah. Yeah, but some it, kind of society, I guess. Right, right. Right, but it just... I don't, I don't think it landed well. I don't think the plot landed well. Yeah, I don't think that part was necessary. Like, she can still face some of the same challenges without everybody having to be rapists and murderers. I don't really... Yeah, and I don't think they needed to take a vow of celibacy for them to try to rape her. Right, that does not really matter. <laughs> uh, did story. You could have had sex that morning and try to rape somebody that night, so it really don't matter. It don't really matter. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um but uh, I was a little confused um, about like how, because like we find out in, through the movie that Ripley is, actually has an alien implanted in her. And I was a little confused as to how that happened. Yeah. Um, 
But apparently this is saying, well, I'm looking at the Wikipedia for the movie and it's saying there was an egg that was on their ship, which released a face hugger. And there's like a, a fire that starts or whatever, but like, I don't know when like the face hugger got to Ripley. Like it doesn't, that part is never really explained. And she didn't say, hey, this happened to me. Like she had to put well, two and two together. Yeah, because I think part of it, uh, especially like going from the first film, is that you don't remember. Because like when the guy is like released, whatever, and they're having they're having their dinner, he doesn't really remember what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, because yeah, if, like, if you remembered, you would probably kill yourself, like or, you know, or something, or try yeah. to kill the alien inside you. So, right, right, because yeah. I guess that makes sense because she had to go hook up um, the android and to try to get some answers and yeah, about that didn't happen on the ship. Right, right. That didn't quite work out the way that she wanted it to, but I don't know. I just I think I think by the time we got to Alien Three, it was less about the plot and more about the action. Mm-hmm. I can like, see that for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like, we didn't care how we got here. We're already here, so let's fight these aliens. Right. You know. Which is unfortunate because... It's extremely unfortunate. Yeah. It's, it's extremely no evident that that's what they did. Because yeah, this is... There's no this, reason to, like, abandon your story just for... Right. Because this story is dumb as hell. Like, let's just be real. This is a dumbass story. Like, <laughs> like, what? Like, I just appreciate Charles S. Dutton being on my screen. I Charles S. Dutton and Charles Dance. I really wish they had, like, more scenes together because I feel like they would have been really great together. Yeah. Uh, I love seeing Charles S. Dutton on the screen. Like, the performances are really what saved this movie. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree. So seeing them both on the screen was really great. Um, do we ever learn what exactly happened with Charles Dance's character? Because he was like not one to talk about it at all. I don't remember them talking about what happened. I know he wasn't um he wasn't a prisoner. That's all I know. Right. He wasn't a prisoner, he just decided to stay. But he would not talk about his past at all. Right. <laughs> They're whole, like, also like the whole relationship. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think about their relationship and like how it came together and everything? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew, I knew it was gonna be somebody was gonna have a relations. You know, somebody was. Yeah. Just he was the lucky one, I guess. It's just interesting because there was none of that in the first two movies at all. No, no, there wasn't. So but- I was like. I was like, I wonder why they decided to put this in here. Um, probably because of the whole celibacy thing being a being a, a topic. It wasn't it wasn't a just, point, but it was a topic nonetheless. Yeah. I, I mean I guess, but like it wasn't an issue in the first two films. So it's just like this is um, a choice. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't it wasn't at all. Like, um, I mean we didn't get we didn't, I mean, we didn't really focus on men and women in a sexual nature until she got naked. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, she is a woman. 
Um, so yeah, that didn't happen. We didn't really think about sex until the third one. But you know, you gotta throw sex in there somewhere. I guess. Because the first two didn't and they did just fine. Yeah. But then again, we're talking about Alien 3 that the plot was trash anyways. <laughs> Why not have sex? You know? No one really asked for it. It wasn't necessary in the first couple of them. Nobody asked for it. And nobody continues to ask for it. I, I agree. But <laughs> why not? Shit. We did everything else. And, and then, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my tweet. Because <laughs> I forgot if it was when I was watching the second or the third one. Because I was just like, everybody's getting pregnant. And nobody's having sex. And then I put up that video where the chick was like, I haven't had no sex. And then she ran through the church. <laughs> and then well, boom, you know, was sex. So, and she's there pregnant. was that video. Oh, Lord. So there was that video that we watched, you know, uh, where the, they were talking about uh, some of the um, interpretations of the film, and one in particular being like, uh, forced pregnancy basically right yeah for everyone right not just women right. but also the men right uh and they're like especially when the <laughs> when the alien pops out of that guy's chest they're like that's a penis like that is clearly like <laughs> yeah you know, yeah themes of uh forced penetration and stuff like that um uh, which like you already had those themes in the first two films but now you're like, you're making the subtext just like text text when you put her with a bunch of rapists and murderers. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it just, I, yeah, Alien 3. Um, yeah. Didn't do it for you. It did not. I don't mind. Yeah. What, I mean, how, how was you thinking um, throughout the movie? Uh, th it was definitely not. It was the weakest part of the trilogy for sure. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. Um, again, of course, I have an issue with them putting her with a bunch of rapists and murders. Uh, it was definitely far more action focused um, than the other for, than the first two, right? Because mm -hmm. at least with the you know the first one is more horror. The second one has more action, but it's still kind of a thriller. Um, and this one is very much almost like a slasher, but they're aliens. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's again, you know, they're trying to get these aliens. They're trying to study these aliens. Yeah. At this point, leave them damn aliens where they at. You would think. It has to. I mean, I don't know how many years it has been. It's been a, at least 60 years, you know, like. Right, right. And it doesn't seem to work out. It costs you nothing but a bunch of money and a bunch of deaths. But, you know, that's capitalism. I don't know. They're going to keep going. You know? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, somebody had a meeting in Congress about the money that they're throwing away on this program. Mm -hmm. Stop. They had to. You would like, think. It had to be somebody's, like, um, campaign platform. That they was gonna try to, to really stop this mission. Because <laughs> yes. this was insane as much money as they were throwing away. 
you know, but there are also like lots of comics and, and some novels and stuff and uh, video games. And I heard there might be a TV show coming up. So there's hopefully we can get a little more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's got a really intriguing premise. And like you're saying now, they actually just kind of need to expand on the world building. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing with all these other mediums. It'll be interesting to see if they bring that to the, the television show. Um, but also, of course, there's other movies to watch that I just haven't seen. So <laughs> they couldn't bring yeah. them up there, too. Yeah, it's, um, a, whole, it's a whole little um, universe. Or, yeah, universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's actually another movie after there's this Alien Resurrection. Mm -hmm. Then you have crossover series, uh, which is Alien versus Predator, then Alien versus Predator Requiem. Then you have the prequel series with Prometheus, Alien Covenant, and all that, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so. yeah, it's a so lot it, to go over. It's a lot. Yeah, that's why we only did the trilogy because it's a whole lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. So, um, I guess that pretty much answers the whole, can you see it being made in present time? Like, I, I definitely it's still being, still being done, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let's go over our um, ratings for the first Alien, for 1979's Alien. Um, we have one movie real, Trash AF. Two, It Exists. Three, Entertaining. Four, Great. Five, A True Classic. Maria, what say you? I would go probably with four. It's great. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's one of the first movies that was like that. Um, and this was, you know, post-Star Wars. Yeah, post-Star Wars. And um, just like trying uh, the use of practical effects to do everything they did looks really, really amazing. Like you would, this holds up, of course, right? You're not thinking, oh, that's a toy, but you know, in a way that a lot of the CGI stuff that's coming out now won't hold up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, one of the first like female led action franchises. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think I could watch Aliens, Alien <laughs> uh, more than once for sure. I appreciate, a lot of people feel like it's like very slow, but I appreciate like the, the quieter tone of the film. And it also helps to kind of build that suspense yeah. of what's actually happening. Right, right. Um, what did you get the film? I would say 3.5. Mm -hmm. um, for pretty much the same reasons that you gave, you know, um, I do appreciate the quietness because it, it definitely builds on the suspense a whole lot. Um, I do like that it stuck with the whole, um, horror theme. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot of things in there that can be horrific, um, like males giving birth, just straight c-section <laughs> no, i mean know. there's that but it's also the fact that it's all completely against your will and you don't even know that's yeah. happening to you you don't even know right right so um yeah yeah it um 
it kind of it kind of kept you guessing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did kind of think that uh, Yafikoto was gonna make it to the end. He made it almost to the end, but yeah, still was 1979. But he didn't go first. He didn't go first, but he didn't make it. Right. <laughs> So yeah, um, I would I would definitely give it a three point five. Um, now, what about aliens? Aliens, I would give a five. I feel like it's the most well balanced of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely, I like a lot more. I like the I like the crew they had in the first one, but I feel like we have even more dynamic characters in the second one. I don't feel like the crew is too big in this one or anything like that. Um, I like the action scenes they have here, but they're also able to like give you still give you that thriller feel, right? Um, and of course, like I liked it better once I knew that if she had had a daughter. I don't know why they took that out. Like, yeah, it makes everything makes so much more sense in the movie to me. Yeah, um, it, it does make more sense. I also really like the fight scene with her and the Gundam and everything. Like that that is like an iconic scene where she's like, not my daughter, you bitch. Like this is not, you know, let let go of her. Yeah. Um sorry, I was actually quoting Harry Potter there, wasn't it? But it's like a <laughs> similar, it's a it's a very like similar uh feel of like uh, you know, she's being able to defend herself and the kid there and everything, and she's like gonna fight to the last, you know. Yeah. What would you give it? Um, that one I gave a three. Mm-hmm. I gave a three. It's entertaining. It it was entertaining. Um, it just it it got silly to me. Yeah, the, for you. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, even though I did rag on the elevator and the transformer, it was entertaining still. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going back down I that mean, road. Yeah, <laughs> a, Gund- a Gundam battle is always going to be entertaining. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was just like, not she in this forklift transformer. I can't. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get an exoskeleton. That thing has acid blood. What are you gonna do? It's super strong, and it's not even just a regular alien. It's the queen. Right, right. I get it. I get it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta try to fight fire with fire. Yeah, I thought it was just a yeah, and but, for me, um, and again, it was like I did not anticipate that machine coming back in that way, like yeah. So that was like yeah. a nice surprise. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It was um, yeah. I like the first one better than the second one, so um, <laughs> so. a lot of people do. That's not a surprise. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, mad about you, he always gets a um a point. He always gets a point, <laughs> huh? I said he gets a point, huh? Yeah, he always gets a point. So, um, but he yeah. was great in that role. I really just wanted to like kick his teeth in, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he did his thing. He did his thing, and then I, was I, like, I also liked the android character too. Yes, I did appreciate that they. You know, did that with the Android character. It also gives Ripley a little bit of growth, right? Which is not mm-hmm. there's not a lot of, like a lot of room for opportunity for growth in these films. 
but uh, I, I did like that. Oh, okay. Well, not what did he say? We she called him an android, and he was like, "We prefer." I think he said, "We prefer synthetic synthetic human or something." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Um. Yeah. I I agree. She had she had to overcome her fears because mm-hmm. I mean, if we go with the theme of that video that you sent, she was practically being raped by the first android. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know that so was that was his attempt. Right. Right. So she had to overcome her fear of androids. Period. You know, because of that, which rightfully so, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and then, it, I mean, she overcame it and he saved her life, you know? So, mm-hmm. saved her and the kid life. So, yeah. Um, what about Alien 3? <laughs> I don't really like Alien 3 um, for a lot of reasons that we already talked about, but then also, we have that scene another again another attempted rape scene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is more of a traditional rape scene. Yeah. Right, because it's not, it's not an Android. It's not an Android. Well, just it's like not, has nothing to do with a magazine. Yeah. And she doesn't really seem affected by it at all, which is just kind of strange. Maybe she's just taking that kind of emotion and like projecting it for the aliens, so she can concentrate on that or whatever. But it's just like it just seemed really unnecessary and strange, weird. Like the movie wants to hurt her in an additional way, but it's so not necessary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I really do yeah. like Charles S. Dutton and Charles Dance. Um, mm-hmm. Well, this for me, two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Um, I mean, I kind of see what you're saying about the the rape, but I feel like it would have been weird had it not been an attempted rape. Uh, yeah, but the whole but it goes back to the whole thing I'm saying about like why did everybody on the planet need to be raped? Yeah, yeah. True. You don't even need the thing is you don't even need that for an attempted rape. So <laughs> clearly, because you did it in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, no, like, not even, the thing even is, to like, go with the why franchise, we... to go with the, the the scene, the scene that they set. Like everybody that is taking a vow of celibacy is gonna like not everybody's gonna be successful in that. Somebody's gonna fall from grace. Yeah. You know. But there's so a difference I, between taking a vow Well, there's a difference between taking a vow celibacy and then trying to rape someone, right? It wasn't yeah. like because like she and you know Charles Dance's character have some kind of connection or whatever. It's not that well done, but whatever is there, they have an actual consensual sex scene. Right. But so then, you could still uh, fall from grace of being celibate without raping somebody. <laughs> right. But then again, we're talking about rapists and murderers that are here. But so, why are we talking about rapists and murderers here? Like I mean, yes, the plot was horrible. <laughs> But, and, also, but and, and the other thing about it is, like, you did this already in the first movie. This was already done in the first movie. Why are we doing it again? It doesn't add anything to the story at all. 
it you could it have that whole movie without that scene, honestly. But it just it, I don't I think it would have been even though, granted, this is an extremely um unrealistic movie. I just think it would have been in this atmosphere. It would have been unrealistic that an attempted break wouldn't have happened when they've already been on this spaceship. They're rapists and murderers. They took this vow of celibacy. Ain't no women in sight until she get there. Somebody would have tried it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody would have tried it. So I feel like I feel like the scene, even though it didn't add or take away from the from the story, it did need to be there because it made it made sense to me why they have it. Well, well, for me, it's like going, it's like one thing feeding the other, right? Why do we mm -hmm. have this, this attempted rape scene? Well, because the planet is full of rapists and murderers. But why is the planet full of rapists and murderers? Why did it have to be a planet full of rapists and murderers? <laughs> like, yeah, is know. that to have an attempted rape scene? Like, why are we? Right, know. right. Right. I mean, I, I give, I give you, I give you all that. That just goes back to my critique for the movie as a whole. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, I definitely give you all that. Um, what do you give for the movie? What's your rating? I give it a one and a half. Ooh, okay. And the only reason why I give it the half is for Charles S. Dutton alone. Because mm -hmm. again, he's not appreciated like he should be. But okay. the movie is trash. Like, yeah, the movie is trash. I'm I'm so cool. Because it's just really odd. Like, you place her on this. Oh, sorry. You go this I know, I'm good. <laughs> but I'm supposed to care about all these rapists and murderers getting killed by aliens? Why am I supposed to care? Yeah. There, there's no reason for us to care. There's no, honestly, ain't really no reason for us to care about Ripley. Well, except for Ripley has been trying to get back to Earth this whole time. All she wants to do right. is go home and leave these aliens and kill these aliens. But low key. So nobody else really gets hurt. If she really, really wanted to go back to Earth, she didn't have to accept the mission on aliens. Well, she believed they were going to kill them. But if she really wanted to go back to Earth, she wants I mean, to kill them. More than, I, probably more I, than want, going I want to go home. Leave them where they at. Leave them where they at. I want to go home. But they but see the thing is, she knows they're not gonna leave them where they at. That's well, why I she's like, got, I want, I want that's, why, that's the that's why she's like, let's go kill them. Because she knows they're not gonna be the way they are unless they're dead. The way the way that they multiply, there's no way that you can kill all of them. Well, see, I'm he cool. told her, yes, we're going there to kill them and destroy them. And when she brings up, okay, we, the aliens are here. We need to go ahead and kill this planet, destroy this planet. Then he's like, oh, but the equipment. I don't, I'm, especially given what happened in the first, I don't trust. Take me home. Yeah, personally for me, I don't trust anything this company has to say. There's right. no way I'm getting on any of your ships. But then also, you know they're gonna go there and try to get some aliens, and then like have basically destroy the entire universe. Right, like take. So me it's like, do home. I do I get to do I do I just go home or do I try to save like all of life? I don't care. Take me home. I'm supposed to be dead anyway. It's 57 years later. Take me home. Well, that's another thing. If you're supposed <laughs> to be dead and everybody else that you know is dead, what's the point of going home? 
Your home I'll figure exist. it out when I get there. Take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm already on borrowed time. I'll figure out when I get there. Take me <laughs> home. Like, damn, them aliens, leave them where they at. They've been out there umpteen years. Ain't nobody messed with them. They ain't came down here and messed with us. Why are we going but to you know they go? They know they're coming to mess with you. You know they are. They probably can't even breathe our air. Take me home. <laughs> I don't care. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. But that was Aliens. (laughs) Alien. That was. I'm sorry. That was Alien. Aliens and Alien Three. Right. Uh, If you have any anything to say to respond to our comments, or you have any thoughts on the films themselves, the trilogy, the other films in the franchise, um, anything else might be coming up. Alien. Please leave us a comment. We'd love to interact with you guys. So let us know what you think. Uh, if you're on YouTube right now, like the video, share the video. If you're listening to the podcast, again, leave us a review, share it with your friends, give us a suggestion of some movies you think we might not have seen so we can go ahead and see them for you and let you know what we think. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. where can people find you online, Lindsay? Um, they can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And also I have another podcast called The Ish We Talk. Um, that's me, my cousin, and my friend, and we just go over various topics. Um, one of the topics that we went over yesterday, oh Lord, uh, <laughs> was um, the Gambia tourism crisis. Have you heard about that? A, no, I have not. Okay, a crisis. So, yes, there is a crisis. Um, so over in Gambia, um, that's a country in Africa, for those that don't know, um, this has been going on since the 1900s that women, middle-aged women in the UK, they go over to Gambia specifically to get hit by the Africans. Sex tourism. Yes. <laughs> and the government is know. over it. Yes. <laughs> The government is over it. They do not want to have that reputation anymore. And they are pretty much like, do not come over here for that to be your specific reason. Yes. Um, The men are over being treated like a piece of meat. So apparently they went to the government to see what they can do. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went over that. Um, and the people I'm on the podcast with are pretty freaking entertaining. So the jokes just wrote themselves. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Maria, where can we find you? You can find me online pretty much anywhere, any probably social media platform. I have something going on probably. Um, but you can find me at Valar More Dollars. That's V A L A R M O R Dollars. I'm also on a podcast with uh, five other black women where we talk about nerdy and geeky stuff called Nerdgasm Noir. So you can see, you can hear me there too. Right. Cool, cool. So um, we'll be off next week, but the week after um, will officially be in October. And um, you should do something special. Yes, we have a choice. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna leave it up to you on either we can do the people under the stick 
Sears? Yes. Or Tales from the Hood? People from Under the Sears. I haven't seen that and I've wanted to see it. Okay. It's on pick. Peacock. Peacock. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So we will be reviewing the people under the stairs um, in two weeks. Yes. All right. Okay. So also, everybody, we did a bonus episode about the Woman King. If you yes. haven't listened to it or watched it, please go ahead and do that and contribute to the discussion. We would love to know what you think. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's up as well. So um, what number are we on now? I forgot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, this is 16. <laughs> episode yes, 16 of Review the Movie. So we will see you guys for episode 17. Bye. Bye.